0: Hello and welcome to the Mind Money Soul podcast. I am your host, Laura Ann Moore. I'm a money and mindset coach and financial wellbeing speaker. And my mission is to help you feel good about money and learn how to use money as a tool to live your best life and work towards financial freedom, whatever that means to you. Every week, I explore the emotional, practical, and spiritual sides of money. So if you're ready to get financially confident, grow your money, and achieve your big life goals, then you're in the right place. Change your mindset, grow your money, feed your soul. Let's go. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Mind, Money, Soul. And today, I am going to talk to you about how to avoid this financial trap that everybody is subject to at some point in their life, I imagine. Um, And it's a common one. Now imagine this. Imagine that you get a new job or you get a promotion or a pay rise and you are buzzing your tits off. You're on a higher salary and it feels like you're winning, right? You're like, I'm making more money. This is going to help me so much. And then bam, a year down the line, you have no clue where that money has gone and you still feel stressed about it and you don't really feel like anything has changed even though you have an increased income. Now, what has happened probably is you have inflated your lifestyle to meet your paycheck. And this is known as lifestyle creep or lifestyle inflation. Now, you're not alone if this has happened to you because I think everybody has probably had this at some point. Um, It's happened to the best of us. But first off, let's talk about what is lifestyle creep. So lifestyle creep is when an individual's standards of living improves as their discretionary income rises and former luxuries become new necessities. And the rise in discretionary income can happen either through an increase in income or in a decrease in costs. So basically, you have more discretionary or disposable income, so things that aren't just going on bills or debt, you have more money to play with. And instead of remaining the same and keeping the same lifestyle, shopping at the same places, buying the same types of items and investing or saving that extra money, you instead inflate your lifestyle. You go to nicer places, you shop at more expensive places, you spend more money, basically. Now, why is this a financial trap? Now, its biggest issue I think is that it can fuck up all of your future plans because it can derail your retirement plans it can derail your plans to clear your debt and that's frustrating because you're not working towards those financial goals instead you just end up with more stuff and the issue is it can start really small, right? So you might just go for the more expensive meal on the menu or get more cabs than you're off more often than you're getting the train. And all of these little purchases that you deem necessities will become A part, an integral part of your life, they become normal. So they go from being nice to haves to necessities and you don't feel like they're a choice, right? So if you ever think about scaling back, you're like, well, this is how I live my life. This is how I spend my money. But maybe if you rewound one or two or three years, you were like, well, I never used to live like that. And then this folds into the bigger picture because bigger upgrades like moving to a more expensive house or upgrading your car or buying from like luxury clothing brands. So it kind of like starts small and then it gets big, it filters upwards. And the issue with this is not the consumption, it's not having a more bougie lifestyle, but it's the fact that you're not putting a financial buffer. In place, and you're not really truly getting to feel the financial effects of this extra money. That's what's key. And over time, you have to convince yourself of all of these things, um, that what well, your brain convinces you that all of these things are important and that all of these things are a need and a necessity. And it's very subconscious, right? You might not even realise how you've inflated your lifestyle over time, but it just eats into you building wealth. Now, what we don't get taught in school is, The investing and saving part, right? We get told you upskill, you educate yourself, you go and get a job and then we also get taught how to spend. Nobody has any issues spending, right? We all know how to do that. But we don't get taught how to put uh, a buffer between us and I guess being in debt or having financial issues. The best way you're going to do that is by building wealth, by saving, by investing and growing your money and then utilising, I guess, that uh, whether it's from passive income, whether it's from the interest or whether it's just once you have that financial buffer, like it's the saving, investing first and then like the spending more after. And what really wealthy people will do is they will have assets, whether that's business, property, stocks, funds, etc., that create an income or that is a revenue stream for them and they grow their money. And then over time, what they do is they use that excess money to then spend. So the the process is like make money, save and invest, then spend, as opposed to make money, spend it, and then have nothing left to invest and save. And always having to go back to work to make more money because you have things to pay for. And it's really important, right? Because like I say, to build wealth, you have to take a portion of what you make, use it to buy an asset, that will appreciate and go up in value. Then you beat re- beat inflation, that retains the buying power of your money. And then that's what helps you become financially stable, financially free in the future. But if you are spending every single penny you've got right down to the last pound because you've got a, you know, because um, you have a newfound purpose for every one of your new pounds, then you will remain in the same place financially, even though you have a higher income. This is why it's important not to spend every single thing that you get. So, first off, let's talk about how to avoid it. Now, if you have already fallen into the trap of lifestyle creep, hear me out. All is not lost. There is time. It is absolutely fine, but the key thing is to go back over your money and really ask yourself where is my money going? Because awareness is going to be the first step. Now, I'm just going to share three main tips that's going to help you avoid lifestyle creep. So, number one is show yourself what you're missing out on. So when you get a new pay rise or an increase to your income, do an exercise where you basically look at how you've been living your life before the pay rise and then with the new pay rise, if you live the same life. So for example, you would look at how you're currently living your life, map out where am I roughly spending money, how much are my bills, how much are my expenses, how much am I saving, and then see what that looks like. And then do the same thing if you spent the same amount of money, nothing changed, but you just had higher income, see how much more you have available to save and invest. So see what that extra disposable income number is. And then you can then basically play around and go, okay, so now I've got this extra money. What does that look like in the future? So let's say it ends up giving you like 300 pounds more disposable income what does that look like in a year's time if i was to save all of it what does that look like in five years time if i saved all of it what does that look like in a year's time if i saved 75 percent of it and gave myself 25 percent extra to spend and inflate my lifestyle that way you're being intentional with your money you're getting to pick you're making the choice and you don't get a few years down the line and go have i still not got any money So you're basically giving yourself the present of intentionality with your money. Okay. Number two is automate your finances. So this is going to help you take the emotion out of spending and you're not going to be making that choice of like, should I spend? Should I save? Because the automation has done it for you. So basically, how do you do this? When you have a money date, you basically want to set up, and this is easier, yes, if you have a regular paycheck um, and you roughly know how much you're getting paid every month, but set up direct debits and standing orders into different accounts. So if you have one main account where your bills come in uh, sorry where your income comes in and then your bills come out of there and then you have a separate account for spending where you just do your like general spending on the month then you have a separate savings account you have a separate investing account etc so you would set up an automation that when on the day that your income comes out uh, goes in you set up a direct debit from your main account to your spending account which is your spending money and then from your main account to your savings and investments which is going to grow your money and it's all done for you so on payday you then look in your bank account and your money's already been moved for you and your spending card is already pre-loaded ready for you to go and that just takes the emotion out of it And then number three is about setting long-term goals. So basically, the more connected you are to your own goals, the more likely you are to spend and save and invest in alignment with this. So you're basically less likely to dip into your savings if you actually have some exciting goals that you're working towards. And I saw this quote that basically just said, a goal is a detour from the path of least resistance. So basically, when you're spending, right, it's easy. It's so easy to just tap. The convenient thing is just to spend money. But having a goal is a detour from that path. It helps you stay on track. And I just love that. And in the moment when we see something we want, we have to remember as well, we are constantly being marketed to. So it's so easy in the moment to just be served an ad and then be like, oh my God, I want that. And we basically need to anchor, or well, we need an anchor to change the route of the path, a bigger why, a reason not to spend, a reason to save, like what is your why? If you can have an emotional pull towards your dreams, and goals that is going to help you to avoid lifestyle creep because you've got a bigger picture. Now, I think the key thing here is that lifestyle creep can happen to anybody at any point. And the good thing about having more money is that more money allows you to get closer to your dreams, your goals, helps you get closer to achieving your big, happy goal. But you have to be intentional with that money so hopefully this episode has been useful with how you can avoid lifestyle creep and thank you for tuning in and i will see you next week